This Marketplace podcast is supported by Harvest, painless time tracking for creative professionals and teams worldwide. Harvest tracks billable time from anywhere. Create invoices in seconds and build powerful reports to help keep projects on budget. More at GetHarvest.com. Marketplace is produced in association with the University of Southern California. Coming up on the broadcast this Friday, the big business news of the week gone by, and a story out of the housing projects in Chicago about how hard economic change really can be. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Balance your life with dollar signs. Tune into Marketplace Money this weekend for a look at the issues affecting your wallet. Whether it's investing, renting an apartment, or sending your kid off to college, we'll help you navigate. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdahl. This is the Marketplace Podcast for Friday, the 17th of August. Glad, as always, to have you with us. And leading the economic news today is the American consumer in a good way this time, I promise. The regular Consumer Sentiment Survey from the University of Michigan shows we're actually feeling better about things, even if the economy itself still does feel sluggish as it does. So that is where we're going to start our weekly wrap today with Cardiff Garcia from the blog FT Alphaville in our New York bureau and Sadiq Reddy from the Wall Street Journal in Washington in our soundproof closet in the bureau there. Hey, guys, how are you? Hey, Kai. Hey, Kai. So, uh, Cardiff, I start with you and this feeling that it's still stuck, even though the objective numbers are getting better, right? I mean, housing's coming back. The stock market's doing fine. And yet... And yet, I, I'd, I'd respond by saying that there's a difference between getting better and getting good. We're still far from having yeah. the kind of vibrant, healthy economy we wish to have. But at the same time, just a few months ago, there were some very real concerns that the U.S. might dip back into a recession. It turned out that those fears were way overblown. And yeah, things have been getting better lately. And I think there are some encouraging signs that they'll keep getting better. doesn't mean they're going to be great anytime soon, but getting better. Sudip, Sudip, do you, do you actually think uh, uh, the fear of double-dip recession and all that stuff is gone now? Can we banish that from our lingo? I don't know that it's really that gone, <laughs> uh, that far gone yet. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's, I don't know. It's, uh. So the fundamentals of the economy still aren't that solid. We've, in, in part, it's just that we've lowered our expectations so much. Yeah. In the U.S., we're still barely treading water when it comes to jobs. Uh, growth is, is fairly anemic. And the unemployment rate isn't really moving that much. And so you can't say that we've come out of very much. At least we haven't gotten worse, which is uh, maybe a, a good thing. These so, days. so in other words, Cardiff, you ignorant whatever, right, Cardiff? Yeah, Sudeep sounds like he's <laughs> running for president with that fundamentals of the economy line. Uh, no, I mean, like I said, things things really are bad. And, and uh, it's, it's just that they're getting a little bit better. But, yeah, they can still be derailed either by a policy right. error or by fears from well, Europe or anything like that. So, well, yeah, okay, so I'm glad you mentioned that because I have been having this feeling, honestly, I have for about like 10 days that we're going to wake up one morning and there's going to be some apocalypse in Europe that is just going to bite us right in the fanny. And, and, and you saw Angela Merkel today came back from her vacation and felt obliged to say nice things uh, about the European economy. Sadiq, I mean, how long until Europe turns around and is the big nightmare again? Well, everyone is waiting for the rest of Europe, not just Angela Merkel, to come back from the beach. Yeah. Yeah, and right. then we can talk about what else happens in Europe. The The problem is that Greece and Spain and Italy are not really that any better than they were before we've taken this mm-hmm. 
this hiatus. And so uh, the problems have been festering. The European economy has been getting worse. It's been in a slow motion meltdown, and there's still a great risk that it turns into some more rapid decline as soon as we get to September and the huge long list of events that could trigger some kind of a a sell-off around the world and bring us back into this cycle of fear and doom again. Oh, yay. Uh, so, so Cardiff, this long list of events, I mean, there will be, I'm sure, I, I actually don't know, I haven't seen the calendar, but there will be some meeting not long after Labor Day in which it will be the umpteenth meeting uh, to save the Eurozone, right? Correct. And uh, I think Spain will be will be first on the list. There's still a lot of things to be sorted out with the banking system there. There's still a chance that they're going to ask for a full scale European bailout. And meanwhile, we're all waiting to see what the European Central Bank's going to do. But in the meantime, it's just astonishing to me uh, how often markets can be fooled. I mean, if it all weren't so serious, I'd think that Angela Merkel... Uh, and the other policymakers there were like playing a joke on markets to see how many times well, they can get them to react favorably based on nothing but words. Well, so here's the thing. If you guys were watching CNBC at any point today, which I have over my back shoulder when I'm when I'm working there, they had this the thing running on the bottom that said Dow approaching four and a half year high.